You are listening to College Success Habits with Jesse Mogul. Welcome to the show. Oh, this show's the best. The best show. Best show. Best show ever. Welcome to the College Success Habits Podcast. Do you want to triumph through school and have a little fun along the way? Learn habits to help you attain better productivity and hacks to help you slide through classes at any age. Here's your host, College Circuit Speaker, Jesse Mogul. Thank you so much for joining me here at College Success Habits. Again, I am your host, Jesse Mogul. Super excited and pumped to bring you episode five as we're moving through the course, the progression of the very first 10 shows, just to get you all ramped up for what ultimately, you know, going into a particular direction. And to review what we've discussed so far is if you were listening back to, no doubt you were, listening to episode three, and, you know, hopefully you guys have already gone off and rated, subscribed, and reviewed the podcast, you know, pump me up out there, let people know that I'm giving very valuable information. And episode three was really important to me to discuss why habits exist and what a habit is and you know why habits exist because if the conscious mind had to make every single decision every single moment of your entire day it would drive you mad it's why steve jobs and zuckerberg wear the same clothes it's why people eat the same breakfast it's why you have a morning routine it's why you do the same things when you wake up. And as we discussed in episode four about your morning routine, you know, you got to figure out the identity of who you're trying to, who you're not, I don't really know if I like the word trying. I think who are you emulating, right? You're not trying to emulate anyone. If you get up with no really set idea of what you're going to do in the morning other than brush your teeth and go to the bathroom, and then you walk out and you're like, now what do I do? Well, you're emulating somebody who doesn't really have a plan of action, <laughs> And that's not that's not going to work out well in the long run, all right? And so it was identify who you're trying to become, realize that what works for you doesn't work for everybody else, and then begin to have a stack or micro habit. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about what it's like to build a workflow for your entire day. And I'm going to be able to break this down to a lot of different podcasts and episodes later on down the road. But most importantly, because we got you in your morning and now we've got you into your workflow and my interview that I've lined up for episode six with Gretchen Potts, she's absolutely amazing. It's going to be really beneficial. We're going to go over the four main um, learning styles that she has noticed over her years of teaching. And it got me thinking, what's a better episode to move into hers, you know, to segue into hers from other than one that talks specifically about how you're setting up your day so that you can't optimize your learning. That's the three keys for this one, because I'm a huge fan of the number three, and I don't ever want to stop being a huge fan of the number three. And so as a big fan of the number three, here are my three keys for what's going to make this episode have the most impact on you immediately. Again, we're going to go back to identity. What is the identity you are emulating throughout your class day, your work day, just your days in general. Number two, how are you prioritizing your days and what are you focusing on? This is going back to what Tom Rigsby was talking about in episode two. And then key number three, which is the key of all the keys, start. Just start. Now, identity. 
and the first key for mastering your daily workflow, your class schedule, and really setting up yourself with really great habits. I mean, it's a Chinese word. It's a Chinese proverb, um, or I think actually, what did Optimize Plus One say that um, identity is literally the repeated beingness that you are, what you really, you are, what you repeatedly do, and who you repeatedly am are. Meaning, like, who do you repeatedly act like? That is your identity. Right? If you're not aware of what your identity is, if you're not aware of what you are re- literally repeating on a regular basis, it's still a habit. It still exists. You're just not paying attention to it. It doesn't mean that it's not there. You can ignore the traffic light all you want, but if you drive through a red light, you're going to get hit by another car. Just because you didn't see it that it was red doesn't mean that it wasn't. It doesn't mean other people weren't noticing it as, and just because you weren't. So understand the identity of what it takes to become a really great student in college, high school, life. I mean, these are things that, I mean, yeah, there's a lot I can look back on in my college years where I was just oblivious to the habits that I was running through on a, any given day. I mean, a lot of mine were centered around, you know, going to work at the restaurant or the bar I was at and, you know, getting off work and meeting up with all my friends at the local watering hole and just getting slammed, you know? And then it was like, you know, school was an afterthought. I put all my classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so I wouldn't barely have to even remember to go to school, you know? And then it was like, okay, I don't go out and party too hard on Monday and Wednesday. And I'd go to class and I'd get my notes and I'd read them afterwards and all this other stuff. But it wasn't like, I wasn't really absorbing the college experience other than just the party aspect of it. You know, I was involved in a few groups here and there, but I pick and choose them wisely. Certainly in the fall, I was very mindful to not try to take on too much because I knew the football was going to come on in the weekend and I was going to want to enjoy that. But for those of you who don't want to follow that route, which again, it had its pros and cons, think about the identity you know, of who you are journeying to be. Um, I found the Chinese adage that the longest journey starting with a single step has a couple of meanings, right? That if everyone's heard the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step, well, apparently it's got some origins in Chinese mythology or Chinese theory or readings. And it's, um, you know, first you just, you have to just get going. All right. And that's what the identity that you want to take on is. Are you somebody who just gets going? and starts to really monitor the habits that you have laid down for yourself. You know, you're going to be able to find, like I mentioned in the morning routine one, you're going to be able to find professors and students and probably very successful, rich people, alumni that you can begin to emulate. You can ask them. I said this in episode four, but for those of you who haven't listened to it yet or, or just don't intend to get to it because you don't care about your morning routine. Um, I, I talk to a lot of professors and find out, what it is that they've seen. When we when Gretchen Potts comes on, you're going to really love what she discusses because she has just observed over the course of many, many, many years. And like, if somebody could just go up to her and say, okay, you've watched me for a month or a week, what is my learning style, right? Figure out what your learning style is and listen next week and you're going to love what, she, what you hear because if you haven't already figured it out or if you think you know, she'll be able to put you in one of these nice little boxes. And of course, you know, everybody's a little bit different. You're going to have your own little thing here and there. But for the most part, you're going to see yourself in one of these. I saw myself in a few, but one in particular did stick out. And so think about that. What is the identity 
of who you're reaching to be. Prioritization is key number two. Now, when Tom brought this up, I've gone off and discussed this so many different times with other people about how they time manage. And some people are making this way more difficult than it needs to be. Right. I mean, what just, it's almost like you need to manage your time on how you're managing your time. And let's, let's not overcomplicate things here. Just prioritize one key thing throughout your entire day and then have four focuses. Now, some people are like, well, what if I have a morning thing, a morning priority and and an afternoon priority? I say, you know, if that's going to work for you, great. I'm not going to tell you how to do anything. When I first started it, I just had the one major priority, but I did notice that, you know, I have a job that I do have to attend to Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to noon. Like, I can't miss that. But I already knew I was going to go. Like, I I didn't need to prioritize that because I knew I wasn't going to miss it. If you have to go to your job on campus or somewhere from 8 a.m. to noon, that doesn't need to be your priority because that's you're going to go do that. It can be one of your focuses, but again, you know you're going to do that. For me, whenever I get out of my job Monday through Friday from noon, that's when my day starts. What I did from 6 a.m. to noon was just make sure that my bills are always paid to make sure that I can uh, you know, have my car payment on time and my rent on time. Like That's just that, that's a side hustle to make sure that money is never a problem. But that's not a priority and it's certainly not a focus. I've got, that's my, my day starts at noon. So think about that when you start trying to add in other priorities. Are there some of the things that you're wanting to add in as a priority or as a focus, something that you're going to get done regardless? One of your focuses for the day shouldn't be to um, take the school, take the bus to school. That's going to happen. That's how you get to school. Now, if showing up with 10 minutes to spare, so you're not sprinting to the bus as it's pulling away, you can make that a focus if that's an issue you're having. Right, so to figure out if if you're trying to put a priority or a focus on something that's inevitably going to get done, right? Like if you've got to be at work at four o'clock and classes end at three, then perhaps one of your focuses is to get on the uh, get your transportation back to your dorm or your apartment as soon as possible, so that you have a little bit of downtime, so that you can get dressed and ready and you can show up uh, to work on time. You know, when it comes to things like on time, guys, I cannot stress enough that early is on time, on time is late, and late is unacceptable. So be early. If you're 10, 15 minutes early to something, you're going to be on your phone no matter where you're at. So just be on your phone there. It's different for those of us who are children of the 80s and, and, and then into the 90s went to school. And I mean, I started in 94 and didn't graduate till I was two, until 2006. You know, Facebook wasn't even a twinkle in somebody's eye in 94 when I started. Internet email was still done on black screens with green uh, writing on it, right? Like email, the internet, no, no one, we didn't, my fraternity house did not have that. We had computer room where we, you could go and write. But that was about it. Um, what you have now at your disposal is so much greater and so much more vast. So don't show up late to things. Drop your ad, drop the address into your Google Maps the night before, so it's already in there, and it's you know it, the app saves it for you because once you hit start, it's in there. And then the next morning, you're you can just open it up, boom, you can click it, and you know exactly where you need to go. And you can be doing that throughout your entire day. Know how long it takes you to get from building to building. That, doesn't, that shouldn't be a focus or a priority. It should just be something that works for you. And that's part of the how you really are setting up your daily workflow and your school schedule. 
you know, if you get out of one class and your other one's all the way on the other side of campus, then walk over there and then, then study, then get on your phone and, and be social, get on the phone and, and mess with social media or go somewhere and find lunch, but don't wait on the other side of campus and do all that stuff. And then be like, Oh, cool. Class is in 30 minutes and then have to walk across. Cause you just don't know what's going to happen in that time. You might run into a friend, your backpack might break. You might drop your phone. You just don't know leave in some cushion. And I, that's something that I find extremely important in every aspect of what I do in Los Angeles, because you just don't know what's going to get in your way. I might think, oh, I've got plenty of time. And then I get on the road and what was an hour drive turns into an hour and a half because somebody got into an accident. All right. And so prioritize and focus and make sure you know exactly what is on your daily agenda. Right. So I did a ton of research. I over-researched and that's what I'm going to do. And I'll have a, I probably should have an episode on that at some point. I did this back in at UF as well. Um, cause certainly by that point, the internet was, was there, right? We, it, it, was it as big as it is now? No, 2003, four, five, six, it was not what it is now. I'm, I got my first Facebook account as I was graduating. Um, but some of the things that I kept coming up and I feel I would be remiss if I didn't mention that. I mean, little over and over and over again, as far as how you should prioritize a class day. Um, so I'll rattle these off, and then we can discuss what I what comes of this. Um, block out study times and breaks. Prioritize your assignments. Dedicate study space. Have a weekly review of your notes and of your assignments and of your classes. Uh, achieve stage one, get something done. And we're going to get into that in a second. Um, identify resources to help you. Um, use your free time wisely. In my notes, I wrote, I put down, write down three examples for that difficult subject and, and figure out what it is that you might be able to identify that could help you. Um, review notes and readings just before class and after class. You know, the studies have been done and there's always a study for something. The first 24 hours after a class are critical um, that's when the most forgetting can happen. And so you've got to review your lecture materials immediately after class. Um, so these are the things that keep popping up. And for you know, some of you who are just super gung-ho, uh, this is probably stuff you were already doing in high school. But were you aware of it? Were you aware that you had made these things a habit, that you were blocking off study time and break time? You know, whether you use the Pomodoro method, which got really popular because uh, when the guy came out with this book, it was all based on him using a tomato timer. Um, I do similar things for email, um, things that can be accomplished in a shorter amount of time. I'll use a Pomodoro method on, I'm not going to sit here and pour through my email account for two hours every day. That's ridiculous. And in fact, you know, I started up a whole nother email account and forwarded all of these, um, different kinds of emails I get that aren't really priority, but I don't necessarily want to unsubscribe to. And so I've really cleaned out my, my email box and I did that using the Pomodoro technique. So you give yourself 25, 35 minutes. And then at the end of that, take a five or 10 minute break, get up, get some activity, stretch, don't get on your phone. Your brain needs a break. Your brain needs to know that there's a physical activity, even if it's just walking around the library, something stretch. Um, just, just when you're done with something, like a Pomodoro technique and you did it for 25 minutes, which is what he recommends. Um, and then you put five minutes in on your phone, your brain has still been looking and reading and it hasn't had a chance to break. It needs to know that that's there. Um, prioritizing assignments. I think we just mentioned that as far as just knowing how you're going to prioritize your day. You know, if, 
you've got an assignment due on Tuesday and then something else is due on Friday, you shouldn't be working on the Friday one on Monday unless you are completely on lock with that Tuesday one. You know, for some of you, you might have already had a dedicated study space that, that you're able to, to study in and focus on the prioritization of your assignments. For others, if you haven't thought about that, there's something about the brain going into a certain area knowing it's time to do this now. It's why I love the gym. My roommate keeps pushing like, oh, we should just work out at home. We've got all the weights. We've got everything we need. And I'm like, I'm fine doing ancillary projects with my body here at the apartment. But when I walk into the, the gym, there is a trigger that goes off. This is It's time to work out. It's time to lift some heavy weights and get going. So have a dedicated study space that also triggers your brain to say it's time to study. Put the phone on airplane mode and do not pick it up. Studies have been done that when it comes to brain intensive activities like studying and writing and you know all of the stuff you'll be doing in college, that it takes about 20 minutes to get into a flow. And so if you only have a Pomodoro of 25 minutes, you've really only been in flow for five based on this research, which is why little tasks like checking email, checking regular mail, um, cleaning my room, organizing, things like that, I'll put it in the Pomodoro because that's not really a brain intensive exercise. Whereas if it's studying something or completing a project or building my website, those are going to get an hour to an hour and a half so I can really get into a good flow. Um, you should be reviewing your your notes before and after class. That just seems to go without saying. But if that's something that you haven't done, ask yourself why. You know, have you not worked out a really good workflow for your class days that allows for that time? No one's saying you got to read every single word, but you should be going over the key points. Uh, I'm a huge fan of writing my notes out. I don't want to put them on a computer. I spend enough time looking at a computer. Um, that's just not where my notes need to be. Um, other people, I see them in, in classes and in, in workshops I put on, and they're putting everything in the computer, and that's great too. So what works for you? If you've always typed everything into the computer, but you're finding yourself having an issue remembering stuff, maybe you want to try something different. Writing it out by hand for me, there's just something about the brain and the hand working in unison that I find to be very beneficial to me. So, and of course, you know, identifying resources to help you, that's a great habit. In high school, it was generally easier because everything is confined into a much smaller area. You've got the library here. You've got your professors there. It's not hard to find everybody. In college, it can be much, much more spread out. So talk to the people in the college of your major. Talk to the your um, teacher's aides. Talk to the professors. Talk to your advisors. They'll be able to direct you where you need to go. And that's a habit you should be in is seeking out the help. Going to your advisor. Going to your professors once a month and just dropping in. Just seeing if there was some, something that they've seen in you that could be corrected so that you don't find out three months later whenever the grades are already starting to suffer. All right. And then, of course, making sure you understand the prioritization of your free time. Can you be using your free time more efficiently or should you just be chilling? If you're like me and you're super type A, I really just need to unplug once in a while. Like I literally have to be like, nope, nope. I, I have done enough today. I am done at five. You know, the brain needs a break, all right? So jumping from course to course uh, isn't great whenever you're studying. You know, you got to get up, you know, allow that. That's where the Pomodoro idea is great because as soon as a study uh, break, you know, let's say you're doing the Pomodoro for, but you give yourself an hour and a half because you, you're studying algebra. After that's done, 
do like 15 minutes of walking around or stretching or something a little bit, something active, right? So get your blood flowing. Don't just jump directly from algebra into like a journalism story, right? The, the brain needs that moment to be like, okay, let's, let's calculate and decompress and figure everything out we just did. And then let's move on. Okay, good. Now there's a clear break and you can move into the next thing of, you know, for me, just laying off podcasts once in a while and just letting myself daydream on the bus or in the car and listening to music is very beneficial. So think about where you're using your time. You know, I mean, if they're, if you're standing in line and you've got some flashcards, you're standing in line at a grocery store and you got some flashcards, you could be reading those. You could be doing that on the bus. You could be doing that in traffic. But also remember, if you've already been jamming your brain full of information, you know, go put on a really cool song that you love um, that you can study to and then read through the cards and perhaps whenever you're in, in class, and this is something that used to work for me, as I, I love trance music. And so I'd put on certain songs and then I would, as I'm sitting in class, I could be literally be thinking of the song and like th- certain parts of it. And then I could visually see the flashcard in front of me. Absolutely fantastic. But bottom line, and this is key number three, just start it's like with these podcasts, I want them to be amazing and perfect, and I want you to get tons of value out of them, and I want other people to listen to them and say, my goodness, this guy's got to come to our campus and speak. He's amazing. He's amazing. But what? I don't know what other people think is amazing. Some people might think it's just the fact that I can just sit here and you know intermix uh, you know improvisational conversation and thoughts off the top of my head in my notes, and you just don't know which was what. Like You don't know if I'm reading off something or if I'm just literally freestyle. Other people might think, oh, wow, he really does know how to organize his things into three keys and this is great and he'll be succinct and get to the point and let's have him come on. I don't know. But I do know that just getting started and putting it out there is the most important part. You know, it's just, it, to me, there's just nothing more important than getting, the, getting it out there so that I can start to get feedback. You know, I mean, like I was saying earlier, thinking about, you know, that Chinese adage of the longest journey starting with a single step. First, you have to launch the project. And then second, by starting, I can then realize and see that there are some things that I perhaps didn't plan for. When I first started doing these, my notes weren't all that great. And then I found myself not knowing how to transition or forgetting what my keys were. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, goodness, that's not going to, that's unacceptable. I at least have to have the three keys written down. And if I just end up freestyling the entire time, that's fine too. But at least I had something written down. I, if you, whether you're freestyling or you're, whether you're reading off your notes, it's the most important thing is that you've at least thought about what you're going to do and what you're going to say. And so that's what I really cannot stress enough. Just get started, have an idea of what you're going to do or say, but as you're moving forward through it, it's okay to be making changes. I had a friend once hike the Appalachian Trail from Georgia to Maine, and I loved listening to her stories because something that kept popping up it was is this theme was that no matter what she thought she could plan for, something different would show up. Perfection is the enemy of good. And procrastination is also the enemy of completion. Right? And both perfection and procrastination are both the children of fear. So whatever it is that's holding you up, just you got to push it aside, get it out there. If people like it, they don't like it, it doesn't matter. It's a, the, the, the point is, is that you've got it started and now you're getting feedback and you can figure it out from there. 
living here in Los Angeles, I remember when we used to have a web series called Disposable Trends with me and my buddy Thomas, we just started it. And we didn't know what we were going to do with it. And 50 episodes later, we were still figuring it out. And one of the things we kept joking was, is until we start getting haters, we really haven't hit a stride. And so no, don't get, don't be worried about starting something or, you know, whether the professor is going to love it or your peers are going to love it because now you're never hundred percent is impossible. No one bats a thousand in baseball. No one throws a hundred percent in a football game. Some people come pretty close. <laughs> Philip Rivers did a pretty good job this last season going 25 for 25 to start a game, but nobody finishes a whole game getting them all. So just get going. And that's how you get your work, your workflow. That's how you become a, a more productive student. That's how you get a better habit placement in. Because you start to practice these new habits. You start to eliminate the, the, the actions that were leading you to a, a negative outcome. And you start to, to reformulate what it is like to have a very good um, habit structure that can lead you to outcomes that you want. That's what's important to get to an outcome you want. But if you don't start, you never get to anywhere. You just, it's just in your head. Doers get things done by starting. Dreamers talk a lot, but never start anything because of fear. So there you go. I really hope this has had as much impact on you as it has in the presentations I've done here in Los Angeles about this. So when you're thinking about your your class day, your workflow, I called this one the, the class day study flow, you know, be mindful that you're in college and you're learning and it's okay if you don't do everything correctly because the, the most important thing is that you just start. All right, so we're going to do a little review. Be mindful that of... of the fact that of what your identity is, the fact that you're becoming a whole new person, whoever you were in high school or wherever you were at another stage in your life, this is all new you. You can be whoever you want now. Okay. Understand how to prioritize. Give yourself windows in your class schedule. Go over your notes and socialize between classes. Remember that your brain needs a chance to decompress from one class to another. Okay, just because you miss a day or you miss a habit doesn't break you out of the flow. Now you miss a day or miss a bunch of habits over the course of a week or two, and now you have to restart. But just because you mess up a little bit here or there doesn't mean that, you know, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. One slip up by eating too much sugar for lunch doesn't completely take you off your nutrition strategy. One day missing the gym doesn't mean that you're never going to grow muscles. All right, it's just that once. Just get back up on the horse and keep on rolling. One day just does not build a habit. Okay, or it doesn't even break one. It's all about multiple days. Okay, that's if you miss multiple days, that's when you begin to reverse the habit. So identify who you're emulating, prioritize what's important, focus on the things that are underneath that priority, and just start. Much like this podcast, which I shot four times before this one you've heard, because I just couldn't figure out what I was trying to say. And ultimately, I was trying to regurgitate other people's information. I wasn't even sure I believed. So what you've heard now is just Jesse. And most importantly, it's just being aware of the habits you have in place and seeing where you can start to make better decisions and then micro-habiting, habit-stacking them in. More information about that in episode four when I talked about the morning routine, or was it episode three when I talked about why and what, why is it, why do habits exist and what is a habit? So that's it for today. I super hope that you have enjoyed this. Go off and rock it out in class or at work or wherever you're going right now. 
I really hope that you've enjoyed this as much as I've enjoyed putting it together. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review me on whatever app that you love to listen to me on. And go to social media. Follow me at Jesse Mogul on Facebook and Instagram. If you're a LinkedIn person, you can find me there as well at Jesse Mogul. Uh, you know, join join my community and let's let's get to conversating because I want to know more about what it is that y'all are dealing with there in high school and college that maybe I don't realize even when I even though I go and I speak at them and even though I know a lot of people that are in college still. Uh, even though I, I've got a lot of friends and relatives with kids in high school, I hear what's coming out of there. But walking the hallways and being in your own little social circles is something that nobody's going to be able to tap into. So whatever it is you're seeing, I'd love to get some feedback on that and I'll do an episode for it. Thank you so much for joining me here at College Success Habits. As always, the power of positive energy, release and flow. Go out there and seize the day. Take care now. Bye-bye. 